0: Welcome to the Bitchin' Brainstorm podcast with Elaine the Brain Terso. I believe that every problem has a solution. So the episodes you will hear will be live strategy calls with real entrepreneurs who are feeling stuck. We will spend a few minutes bitching about the struggle and then move forward with finding solutions. You will hear topics about launching offers, mindset, marketing, strategy, and so much more. Remember, we are both the problem and the solution. Now, let's get out of our own damn way and get shit done. If you are an entrepreneur and would like to receive a live strategy call, please visit bitchandbrainstorm.com and fill out an application. We would love to have you as our next guest. In this episode of Bitch and Brainstorm, I'm talking with my very first male guest, Paul who is really struggling with trying to figure out how to find his ideal client and how to communicate what he does in a way that people will understand and resonate with. I hope you really enjoy this episode. There are a lot of bombs dropped here, Um, a lot of really good juicy nugget bombs. So um, take notes. Hey everyone, welcome back to the and Brainstorm podcast with your host here, Elaine the Brain. Um, I have a first-time gentleman here on the podcast. I'm very excited. I'm going to let you um, uh, meet him, and then we're going to dive right into what he's struggling with, and we're going to hear about it, and then we're going to brainstorm through some problems and see if we can come up with some solutions so that he can get out of his own damn way and get shit done. Cause that's what we're all about here, right? So sir, feel free to introduce yourself and tell us what are you struggling with?
1: Hi, thank you. Uh, and I'm honored to be the first uh, male guest on your show. And exactly that, you know, what you just said at the, at, at the end there, get out of your own way and get shit done. You know, that's, that's it. I always, I know that I'm the thing that's like in my own way and I get in my own head a lot. But yeah, so my name is Paul. Um, I am a health and happiness coach. And what that is, is I do one to one coaching as well as offer some trying to build more group offerings as well as courses. So I've done, you know, a few like 12, eight week courses, master classes, and that type of stuff, all around the education of, you know, uh, mindset and personal development and personal growth. And I say health and happiness because I was for a long time a fitness coach and doing, working in the fitness world of trying to be like, okay, like, you know, eight week shred or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. But I didn't like that. I didn't like being in that world and I didn't want, and I didn't think it was helping people. So I wanted to do what I think is really helping people, which is to help people with building habits, uh, changing their psychology around, uh, around their lifestyle, you know, how to actually get the result that people want. Right. You know, that, that's what, that was kind of my thing I came to, but the thing is that I say all that, but what people, where i struggle is that what people still want is weight loss you know what like people come to me and they're, i'm like yeah i want to teach you about your mindset and i want to teach you how to be happy and be healthy but that stuff isn't a real result and i can't sell that so then when it comes to my marketing or my branding or something like that it always comes back to what am i actually getting for someone if someone's paying me for eight weeks of coaching what's the result that i'm getting for them and i have to come back to weight loss which is like, you know, A, not what I want to be selling, B, not the point of what I'm doing. It does happen because usually when people have better habits and they have better routines and they have better time management, we can't, and I do have expertise in the world of health and fitness because I've done that for a long time. So I do help people with that, but it's not a fitness program. It's not a nutrition program. It's just a, again, I don't know how to put it better than self personal development and self-growth you know, about, about learning about time management, about how do I just be better at whatever the thing is, I'm, I'm a board licensed health and wellness coach. So a lot of it is one-to-one coaching and, and talking people through their mental mess, But again, you hear how long it's taking me to describe what I'm doing. And that's (laughs) therein lies the problem. And that's kind of where I've always been stuck because it's like, that's the first thing that I need that to get my, to get everything off the ground. And I've gotten clients. I have a few, you know, I have a few clients. I've only been doing this for less than a year. I basically started at the beginning of this year and I've gotten people, but everyone has come very like haphazardly, organically, people have listened to my podcast. People have listened to me speak and they're just like, I kind of get what you're doing. Like, let's talk about it. And when I get that far with someone, then I can, I can pretty much talk to them and they understand the value of what I'm doing, but it's getting people in the door. It's the top of the funnel of getting people to, you know, follow my social media when it's not me just posting shirtless selfies and, and that, that kind of stuff. So yeah, there you go. I hope that's enough to go off of.
0: Okay, boy, are you in the ride for your life right now? Um, so I have some follow-up questions. Um, who do you tend to attract? Are you attracting men or are you attracting women?
1: It's about 50/50. Okay. Um, you know, if again, I've done these like type of who who do I who do I want to work with? Ideal client, whatever you want to say. The, the people who I like to talk to are usually parents or, you know, because and older, when I say older, like, I mean, thirties and forties, not old, like older, not, not young twenties, like late thirties, early forties parents or entrepreneurs only because those are the people who value the things that I'm saying, right? Like the young 20 kids are like, those are the people who care. They're like, I want six packs. Uh, A 35 year old single mom understands that like energy, like having more energy at the end of the day is something that is, that is valuable. So those are just the people who have gravitated towards me or the people who are, who, who vibe with that message of like, yeah, like, again, my thing, my, my literal brand is called the healthy, happy human. So Health is a part of that, right? But it's health for the sake of living a better life. That's my whole thing. It's not, it's not health for the sake of looking a certain way or being beach body ready. Like, I don't, I don't like that kind of stuff, but I do think that being healthy so that you can go on a hike with your family on over, you know, your vacation or something like that, that's, that's very valuable to me. And like, so there's a certain type of people who I, I feel like kind of that clicks with.
0: Okay. First of all, I just have to tell you that I am, um, love everything you're saying. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. So one of my clients um, that lives here in Washington, she focuses, focuses on the no diet mentality, um, losing weight as a result of healing trauma, right? Because people, like you were saying, I want to lose weight. But the reason why the diets don't work, the reason why all that stuff doesn't work is because they have some unhealed trauma that they need to heal. And as a result of healing trauma, the pounds drop off. So what we focused on so much with her messaging was um, you have to like, we had to position it in a way of you can lose weight as a result of this. No one is out there searching for emotional eating coach. Or e- or eating psychology coach, mm-hmm. right? Which is her official title. She has a degree in psychology and all this other kind of stuff. Nobody's searching for that, right? So she was very hard to like. How do I position myself in a way where I'm not promoting diet mentality? Because she knew that that's the roller coaster of dieting is harmful to people, mm-hmm. and so I'm really glad that you are not in that space because it doesn't work, right? <laughs> it doesn't work. And right. so one of the things that I think is really, truly missing, like I'm a big, find the gold, there's a gold mine in the gap. Okay. Um, my husband would be the perfect client for you. And the reason why I say that is because um, men need the services that she's providing, but she's very pink and green, very, you know, flowers. Men don't really, that's not really who they are attracted to. Like they, they want a guy who understands what it's like to be a guy where feelings may not be exposed as often. Right. Or they may not feel comfortable sharing with, with a, with a woman, with a coach. Right. Um, So finding, and I know that they're out there because I don't know about you, but I love TikTok. And I'm going to tell you right now that your clients are there. So the Gen X, the generation, the Gen X, finding Gen X men more likely are, and being able to present this to them, like I'm going to help you lose weight without focusing on weight loss, right? Telling them that I can help you be a happy, healthy, rounded human being without ever having to go on a diet again. The people are like, but how, right? Because what my client always, um, struggled with is that she would get a a client and they would say, where's my meal plan? And she's like, that's not what we do here. So it was really helping them shift their mindset about what the program really was about. Now, just doing an eight week thing is really hard to give someone tangible results in eight weeks. So she would do eight weeks of teaching how the brain works, la, 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 la. But really the transformation came when, when it was at least a year long, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right? And so have you considered doing something a little longer than eight weeks?
1: Yeah. So that's, I mean, I've been playing around with the structure of things. So when I first started, I was doing a six month program, but because it was so intense and six months, like the the price that I was charging for that was high. And, you know, and I got people, I, I sold people on that, but it wasn't coming at the rate that I wanted to, especially for something being so new, where it's like, I wanted to get more, more butts in the door so to speak so i could you know just iterate this a bit more and kind of go over it and over it and practice so i lowered the price and lowered the 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 overall commitment in time and money and everything so that i could kind of but but that's exactly why i know i know that no, nothing happens in, in 8 weeks that's more it's more of a course that that we're doing at this point yeah. and but that's the whole thing. It's exactly like you just said, it's not about diet, it's not about any, I don't talk about that stuff. We what we talk about is not giving up when you're when you have setbacks and, and mindset and all, all the things again, you know, that, that kind of stuff where it's like now you just plug in diet into that and people can do that. But it is not something that again, I can promise, okay, after a 12-week course, you're gonna lose 30 pounds because it's not now. Will you feel more well equipped to handle your next bout of whatever it is, probably, you Mm -hmm. know, so that's something I've struggled with too. It's like, I want to, in in reality, I want, I know that these people need just time. Time is the number one factor, right? So six months to a year would be ideal, Mm -hmm. but you know, then it's like, I'm asking, what am I asking them to commit to at what price point that feels comfortable for both of us, you know?
0: Right. So one of the things that might be helpful for you is some people need the, the see it, to believe it. Okay. So if you were to take them through a low commitment sort of thing, where it's that eight week, 12 week sort of situation, at the end of that, you start in like week 10, you know, two weeks prior to when things are kind of going to start coming to an end, is that you start talking about being able to continue supporting them on their journey, that they're just in the beginning, they're just starting with creating those better habits and feeling better and noticing some changes and that they have a choice. They're going to be at the fork in the road. The fork in the road is I can go back to doing it the way that I was doing it before. I can try to do it on my own and revert right back to where I was because that's what happens. Or they can continue coaching with you and getting that ongoing support. And you could say, You know, um, most of my clients see the best results when I'm working with them for a year. If you're, if they're like, whoa, that's just too much. That's just too much time commitment for me. Then you could say, well, let's do it in quarters or let's do it in, in six months and let's reevaluate. So instead of presenting it as a one year, which is, oh my God, that's so much time, which it's really not, you can't, right? Really get someone transformation. And that's a short amount of time, but people don't understand it until they start going through it. So once they start going through it with you, then you could present the opportunity to continue, present them with the one year. If there's pushback, then say, well, we could do six months. Uh, Well, let's do it quarterly and let's evaluate where you're at every quarter. And then you could continue To to move on, to continue working with us, because they're not going to be able to um, win this war on their own. They need the support of someone like you who's going to encourage them and continue to inspire them and help them make those little shifts. It's the little shifts that add up to big results, right? And but not everybody really truly realizes that. So I'd be curious to learn more about. What does your, um, what is your consultation or your discovery or like when you're getting people on the phone to learn about working with you, how are you pitching them?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I have like, I've worked with, you know, infinite different business coaches and things like that. So I have like different like scripts and whatever that I, that I've used and not, not scripts to the, where I'm like reading off a script, but I, the, the process I have usually now is I have like a short. What whatever you want to call discovery call, like a 10, 15 minute call of being like, okay, like, are we a good fit to to work together? And then if they're, if they really are, you know, into it, then we do a a longer 60 minute call. And that's also just discovery. That's just, okay, what are your problems? What are your pain points? How can I, you know, what, where have you, what are you struggling with? why aren't you succeeding? What have you tried in the past? Why didn't that work? So it's a lot of digging into that, that kind of stuff and be like, you know, then juxtaposing like, okay, well, again, with this stuff, it's very easy. Well, I've tried diets. I've tried this. I've tried that. I've tried, you know, meditation apps. I've tried whatever, but it's like, okay, but like, you haven't understood that, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, And again, you know, so the, I mean, there's every person who, again, who I've come that far with gotten to that point has either bought Or object or, or hasn't on purely a price objection. No one's been like, Oh, I don't need this. They've all been like, Oh, well, like this seems like something I really need, but because I do want the level of coaching that I give to be at a high level. And I want to, with stuff like this, I know that I want to be able to leave myself open to text message with these people. Like when, you know, like even when we're we're not taking calls and stuff like that, I have priced this at at a more, premium level, you could say, Mm -hmm. um, to where it's like, I know like the amount of time and effort this stuff takes, right? Like I've, I've done this before. I have done this before. So I know how real it is. And like, I know what what it takes and I know also what a commitment is. You know, I know that people who pay a hundred dollars pay a hundred dollars worth of attention, you know? So So, I'm like, so I, I, I want, so, you know, again, people get that. So usually when like the, 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 the sales thing is I don't know. It's it's. It, I, I would say it's not my uh, it's not my worst thing, but then I don't know because there's plenty of sales calls that I don't book because again they give me the price objection, mm-hmm. and I'm very not pushy with that type of thing. I'm not the type of person to be like, you know. I'm like, okay, well, if it's out of your price range, it's out of your price range, which I know is not. The, I, I mean, at a certain point with high ticket sales, you have to be able to kind of push back a little, which is something I'm getting more comfortable with. But I, I my point is just that I feel like people that I talk to are very on board with it. They're like, oh, like, I, again, I can explain this. It, it, it's very clear. It's like, yep, you've tried you, you you've tried diets. You tried this, you tried that. And do you understand that, you know, no matter what you plug into that, it's going, it's not going to work because we haven't, you know, dealt with X, Y, and Z. And what you really need is accountability. And what you really need is structure. And what you really need is someone to lean on when you fall off, which you will fall off because this is life and things happen and blah, 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 blah. blah. They're nodding their head and they're like, I get it. And, you know, like that part is easy for me because that's just the truth. You know, like that's just me <laughs> speaking the absolute, the absolute God on his truth. I'm like, exactly. Like you just said, it's like, I know a year from now, you not working with me will be in a worse place than a year from now working with me. So it's like that. It's just, I don't, I'm not, this is not me being salesy or pitchy. This is, mm-hmm. that's just life, you know? And I, you yeah. know, like, so I can have that conversation with people very honestly, but you know, it's so, it's not it, to the level of where I need it to be, where this is a you know, again, it's a once in a while, some people get it and they're like, okay, cool. And like, that's, that's really like how far it's gone, like on uh, how far I've made it on my own or so far, where it's just like, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes I get people, sometimes I have a sales call and sometimes I go a, a month or two with, without get talking to anyone, you know, and it's kind mm-hmm. of like in this weird place of it's, it's real enough that I've done it, but it's not real enough to where it's like, this is a business that I can you know, I can count on every week I'm getting on 10 sales calls. If I get on 10 sales calls, I book five. If I get five, I make this much money a month and I can and like have it consistent like that.
0: Yeah. So have you done any, um, like, have you done any conversion events in order to attract people to you?
1: Um, so in terms, I mean, I've done like things like masterclasses where I did like, you know, like an hour long masterclass I do. I mean, I have a Facebook group where I do train like free trainings. I have my Instagram, I have my podcast and my podcast it, 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 like it gets another place where like, cause I talk for an hour on there. So when people listen to my podcast and they hear me talk and they listen to five, six episodes, they're like, oh, okay, like I get what this guy's about. So like, those are, you know, those clients come, but my audience isn't that, I mean, again, this is my own personal hang up when I say it because I know people who make much more money than me with much smaller audiences than I have, you know, but my audience isn't that big where it's like, if I throw a thing on Instagram, like, Hey, I'm doing this free masterclass who wants to come. I mean, no one, maybe one of my person might raise their hand who's already my client or something like that. You know, it's not like I'm not getting a lot of people. So like my struggle has always been the top of the funnel where it's like, if I can get a thousand people to listen to my message, I'm sure that 20 of them will buy, but I don't have that, you know?
0: Okay. So, um, okay. So I have some ideas. (laughs) Um, so one of them is, um, do you have any opt-ins at all?
1: Um, yeah, I have like a morning routine thing, um, like a a free morning routine checklist that I've given away. Um, some like affirmations, you know, a recording of affirmation. I've never, uh, I haven't really used them to any extent, but they exist like my, they're basically attached to my podcast. You know, I did a podcast about affirmations, you know, click if you want to download it. I did a podcast about morning routine, click if you want to download it. That's about it.
0: Okay. Um, all right. So one of the things that I would encourage is, um, getting a really great opt-in. Like, um, one of the things that I, that I love putting together for people is a starter kit. Okay. A starter kit is basically, um, a PDF high value, a lot of great content in it. Almost like you, like you feel like you're giving away all your secrets. Right. Um, and you do a masterclass with it. And part of the completion of this is a one-on-one with you where then you can, present an offer, right? So if they're going through the workbook and the masterclass and getting on a call with you, you know that they're serious. Okay. Um, But then leading that into um, an offer of some sort where it's an opportunity for them to come and get to know more about you and spend more time with you. Um, So if they do not, if they download the workbook and they do not take it to the next level and get onto um, a call with you, Um, the back page of your starter kit has an event, an invitation to an event, which you can talk about in your masterclass that goes along with the workbook. So one of the things that could be helpful could be if you were to, instead calling it a masterclass, calling it like a virtual retreat, right? So um, the wording of that doesn't sound as like, Salesy, right? On a retreat, do you you expect to be relaxed? You expect to have community. You expect to have conversation. You expect to learn a little something, right? But a masterclass or a webinar, you know, there's going to be an offer at the end. You know that, right? So if you could do a retreat, and maybe it's like three days for an hour a day, or maybe it's um, you know, two days, I don't know, whatever you decide, but it would be something that is less, um, like less of a, they know that it's going to be a sales call and more about, I want to give you a result. Um, and this is maybe thinking about one result that you could give somebody, um, maybe it's about habits. Um, and then by, them coming to this event with you, they're learning from you over a couple of days. They're showing up, they're committed, they're getting a result. You're helping them. You know, maybe the habit is to drink more water, right? Maybe the habit is to change your morning routine. Maybe the habit, I don't know, whatever that is, you get to decide. Maybe you help them decide what, what habit they want to change in their life. And so, um, creating this retreat, positioning it in a way doing the marketing in order to, um, you know, um, speak to the people that really need to hear what you have to say and are the people that you're trying to attract. And it's just about creating copy and getting out there more and more, you know, speaking, but giving yourself some time to have this event. So you have like a good six weeks to promote and sell and, and get people enrolled into this Retreat that's going to be for a couple of days, you know, hosted on Zoom. And then you can present an offer. Now, what I would encourage is the retreat could lead into a group program and doing it a hybrid where it's one to one with group. So that way you kind of have the community component that a lot of people really resonate with because hearing from people that have the same problems as them is always really helpful and it helps to raise the energy right And then the one-on-one is really an opportunity for you to dive in a little deeper with them and use the group they use the group for support right So if you had a start date that this group component was going to start um, and the goal is you, you you're using the retreat in order to get people enrolled into this group hybrid sort of program. It's going to start on this date and this is how long it's going to last. And your the idea is to get people to get on a call with you and get signed up. Right. Um, is that something that you have ever done before or considered doing before?
1: So I've never done something like the, the thing is where I always come back to with stuff like this. Like I've thought about stuff like this and I, I ideally a group model like that is the most ideal for me, obviously, you know, like, and, and I could still do one-to-one coaching, but I always come back to where do I find people for this? You know, like, again, I know for a fact right now, if I were to put on every one of my socials, on my newsletter, on my, my podcast that I'm doing this retreat thing, you know, I would get, I don't know, five people to sign up for the free part and that's not nearly the volume that I need to make something. And then that's my, my always my holdback on group because it's like, when I do sign up a client, it's always one random person here, one random person there. So it's like, how do I run a group thing? If I, if I can't say I'm going to get at least five people in or something into the, into the thing at the same time. I mean, I guess I'm like, because this is everything I've done has also been organic. I haven't talked about running ads or anything like that, but that's because it's been small and I've been wanting to, you know, to grow organically if I could, but that's why I don't know if I've, if I've reached whatever I can reach via organic, but I also know that people make a million dollars organic. So I don't think that that's like, I feel like I have these like limiting beliefs around what I can or can't do. But, but I've also know the reality of, I've tried stuff like this before I've said, here's a free thing that I'm doing with a free giveaway, with a free thing with this and like, it gets crickets, you know? So it's like, I, like, I don't know that that's like, it's hard to say that that's the solution when like, I have tried stuff like that before, you know?
0: Right. And so a lot of times what happens is if we're, if it's, if it's not working, then typically it's the messaging, right? It's the messaging of, of what you're saying that is not clicking with people. And the other thing is, you know, um, posting one time or posting once a week is not enough, right? We have to be more proactive. We have to engage. We have to create conversations. We have to um, really help people feel like they're being seen and heard. People want to feel heard and helped before they buy. Right. Right.
1: Right. So Again, I'm, I'm I appreciate that this is the 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 bitching podcast because this I this is going to sound like me bitching a lot, you know. But that's this is like the struggles that I'm always going through because then I come back in full circle to where we started, which was mm-hmm. the messaging of I'm going to help you live a healthier life is what gets crickets. The messaging of Hey, here's a workout that's going to help you lose weight gets me 200 replies on a Facebook post. And then I get them into my Facebook group where I'm talking about mindset and they're like, what do you, I just want abs?" You know? So it's, I come back full circle to like the stuff, the, the messaging that I think that it's not even that, again, I, I could understand if it's just like, oh, this is just this stuff that I want to talk about, but I, I know this is what helps people. I know, like, mm-hmm. I know that this is what people need, but it's, that's not what people want. Right. You know, and, you know that. So it's like, well, and then again, if I post the stuff that is, which is just like, six tips to not gain weight over Christmas or something, you know, some like, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, but that's not getting the people that I want right. anyway.
0: Right. So the, the adage is to, you know, sell them what they want, give them what they need. Right. And so it's almost as if you can, you can use, um, the headlines that are getting clicks that are getting the interest in there. And then it can turn into I know that's what you want, right? I know that's what, that's the instant. We want instant gratification. We want to know that if I just do this exercise, then all of a sudden, all my troubles are going to go away. And so really what you have to do is say, you clicked on that. You clicked on this because you knew that you needed, you want help. And I'm here to tell you that even though you think this is what you want is just, if you just do these exercise that your life is going to turn around and be miraculously happy, studies show that no. So, um, yes, I can help you with that. However, what I know that you really need is you really need to get down to the root of what's causing you to be unhealthy and unhappy. We got to fix that before, you know, but people are not going to be looking for that that's not what they're searching for. Like I mentioned before, nobody's looking for an emotional eating coach. So we had to reposition it in a way where you can lose weight without ever going on a diet again. Right. And people are like, but I don't understand how does that even work? Like, how is that possible? How is that possible? And so it was, it was, it was all about positioning and it was all about the language that we use. And it was all around, um, you know, I'm a firm believer, nothing changes if nothing changes, right? And we are the both the problem and the solution. So everything that you're saying is you're not the only one that has this problem. I've struggled with it too. Like, I feel like, oh man, I just, nobody's, is saying anything, but I then have to take a step back and I have to say, what do I need to do differently? In order to get a different result, I have to be willing to try something different, and even though I've tried this before, what could I do differently this time? You know, sometimes it feels like you're throwing spaghetti at the wall, right? I get it. You're just trying to figure out what sticks and, but you're not going to know until you throw an insane amount of spaghetti at the wall and go, oh my God, one sticked! Yay. Okay. So now how do we duplicate those results? So some things that you might want to consider is talking to your existing clientele and doing market research, okay? I did a survey. Uh, So before I became a business consultant, I was a photographer. And I wanted to get inside the head, the minds of women who were, um, I wanted to photograph them, right? I was a boudoir photographer. And so I did this very personal anonymous survey. And I learned that women were fucking miserable, like literally, weight of the world on their shoulders. They feel underappreciated, undervalued. Um, there's they're trying to manage the kids and the husband and their parents are dying and all of this crap. And I was like, how do I, how do I help her? Like, how can I help someone who is literally like, on the brink of disaster. And so what I had to do, one of the best pieces of advice that somebody gave me was to use their words. So I went through that survey, I went through that market research and I highlighted every phrase, every little thing that I could say, oh, I need to talk to her. I need to talk to that person. And I'm going to use this word. I'm going to use these phrases that they are telling me in this, in this market research that I did so that I could, I wanted to show them that I understood them, that I could empathize with them, even though I had no experience in my parents passing away. I've never been through that before, but I wanted them to know that I I'm here I'd still love to give you a day to escape from all this crazy and come in and let's boost your confidence so you can feel better about yourself and, you know, have this once in a lifetime opportunity. And you could essentially do the same thing where you are trying to get inside of the head, the minds of your clients, potential clients, and what are they really truly struggling with? What is it that they want? And why are they not taking action to get it? Because let's be clear, January 1st is coming and guess what's going to happen? Everybody's going to be at the fucking gym and in a month they're done, done. I don't want, right? So it's about the habits. So you have a key, you have the key, but you just don't know how to use it yet. You haven't found the right lock that's going to unlock it yet. And so it's going to be about trying different things. And even though, even though I've done that before and it hasn't worked, guess what? I'm going to tell you a hard truth. Instant gratification is something that I really like. (laughs) And what I started noticing is that if I tried something and it didn't give me instant results, I would quit and move on to the next thing. I never gave it enough time. I never gave planting the seeds and watering the garden. I never gave it enough time to really sprout because I was too quick to just brush it off and say, well, fuck, that didn't work. Now, what am I going to do? So what I have to, um, what I had to decide, this is a lesson I learned from my son who is in college playing football, okay? He became... Um, A gym rat, when he decided that he had a goal of becoming the starting quarterback for his football team when he was a sophomore in high school. And my husband asked him, what are you willing to do? And he said, whatever it takes. We got him a personal trainer. He was committed. I learned from my son that what every entrepreneur needs that athletes possess is discipline, consistency, and accountability. I was not being consistent enough in my business to, in order to see, to get the results. wrong pipe. So, so those three traits that, that I learned from my son, I had to carry into my business because I had the discipline because I said I would, right? Because I said I would, I committed to getting, setting this goal. I wanted to reach this goal. And because I said I would, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm not going to give up, right? Um, Discipline is also showing up even when I don't want to, right? Showing up even when I don't want to. And that consistency is practice over and over and over and over again. I love to use the example of Simone Biles. That woman is a beast, right? She did not wake up that knowing how to do that. She worked her ass off in the gym and she practiced those flips and turns over and over and over again. She didn't do it one time and say, well, that didn't work. I'm not going to do it any, I'm not going to do it again. And the other story that I love to <clears throat> reference is the Dyson vacuum cleaner. I don't know if you know the story about the Dyson vacuum cleaner, but Jim Dyson made 5,000, over 5,000 prototypes before he got that vacuum to work the way that he wanted it to. And had he given up after the first time that it didn't work, I love the Dyson vacuum cleaner, loyal Dyson vacuum customer here. And even more so because I know the story behind it. And so have you told your story? Have you put yourself out there to share about why you do what you do and who you are and, and how you love what you do? You know, you have to be more than a sales pitch. You have to be so much more than that. You have to be open and vulnerable and raw and just tell people like, I struggled with this and I found what worked for me. And this is what worked for me. And I can teach you how to do the same thing. You know, does any of that resonate with you?
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a thousand percent. I mean, and listen, this is the stuff I I know and yet need to hear. And right. it's like, i say the same thing with coaching is because again, fitness is nutrition is business is relations. It's all the same stuff, you know, <laughs> show up, do the work, do it over and over. Don't expect instant gratification, you know, and that's the same thing I teach. And yet it's the same thing that I, uh, you know, that, I catch myself in these same circles, just doing uh, doing it in a different way. It's more, you know, like more. The consistency is exactly that. It's okay. I try to, you know, I did a masterclass one time, which is true, and I, I definitely agree. I do. I, that is something that you know. All of those things are things that I can double down on and triple down on, and just keep doing and just not not give up on. But my my question is like, what or like again? These are I, I know that what I what, that that I talk myself out of things, but my question is just like something like that, right? We were saying like 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 the um the retreat idea you had before right where, but it's mm-hmm. like that's like to me because like, all of a this stuff looks like such a big undertaking and not that i care about a big undertaking but for me to do a, a launch or something like that for three months and build up and hype up hype and then it gets nothing that's always my fear where it's like i put out content every day i'm on instagram i'm on facebook i'm doing lives and stuff like that because it's like it's just low not low effort. I put, I'm making slides. I'm doing it, but it's like low barrier to entry. If no one watches, I'm doing another one tomorrow. I'm doing another one next week. I'm doing another one next week. And I've, I'm just building up. So it's like, now I have all this stuff that just exists in my Facebook group. It exists in my podcast. So if someone comes into my ecosystem, I go here, go, go absorb. Here's a hundred hours of, of stuff where I feel like if I'm like, actually just like just trying to put all of my effort into this one thing. That's like, okay, March 1st for, you know, Q, uh, you know, the end of Q1, we're going to have a huge thing then and then I do all of this stuff and then I get crickets. Then I'm like, well, what was all of this for? And then I've wasted so much time and in, into something that like, I get nothing <clears throat> out of, you know?
0: Okay. So I hear some fear.
1: <laughs> I yes. hear
0: some fear. So there's some fear involved here of, um, what I'm hearing is, I'm afraid I'm going to do all the work and no one's going to show up and it will be for nothing, right? So is that something that has happened to you mm, how many times before? And it's like, I don't want that to happen again. There's a way to do it without that. There's a way to do it, okay? Okay. And one of the things that I love to do is I love launching. I love to help people get their program developed, create an offer and get it launched. Okay. Conversion event into some sort of, um, program offer high ticket thing. The trick is to sell it before it's been created, right? So you don't have to have all the things figured out. All you need is you need a name for it, you need a description, you need to know, um, be able to communicate what people are going to get out of it, like what's the transformation, and you need a price and a way for people to pay you. That's it. So the fancy branding and the websites, no, all you need is a landing page. That's all you need. So I think what happens is uh, we get into this fear of, nobody's gonna show up. Nobody here wants to hear what I have to say. That was a big one for me. That's one of my uh alter egos over there. She's telling me nobody cares what I have to say. So she tries to keep me quiet. And I'm like, mm, doesn't that doesn't work because I'm loud. So can't really keep me quiet. Um, but pushing through it and deciding to do it anyways. Doing it even when I'm worried that no one's going to show up. If I am worried that no one's going to show up, no one's going to show up. So I have to change my energy around this, the event that I'm creating. I have to change my energy around it. And if I believe that I'm going to do all this work and no one's going to show up, then no one is going to show up. So I will market and uh, share about events that I'm doing and I don't put together the syllabus and the content and all of the stuff until I have people registered and ready to come. I'm very good at the last minute. I work well under pressure because I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm good at. I stay in my zone of genius. So then it's easy for me to talk about it because it's my zone of genius. I could talk about it for days if people let me. So I don't go into unknown territory. I stick with what I'm with what I'm an expert at. And those are the things that I that I will show up and talk about. It doesn't take me, I don't have to get fancy. And I reuse content all the time, by the way. Like I can make one workbook and repurpose it a multiple times. Right. So for you, it's just figuring out like it's creating a signature, it's like a signature talk almost. You're just taking your signature talk and breaking it up over a couple of days. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: Yeah. So you got to get out of your own damn way because you are, you are the only thing that's keeping you from, from doing this. And so my next question for you is what are you really, truly afraid of? Like, because I know there's a fear of failure. We, which I don't actually believe in, but fear of success is actually much bigger, right? There's the fear of what happens if I get to this mountain? If I get to the top of the mountain, how do I stay there? What happens if I fall down the mountain and how do I get back up? So it's just easier to stay at the bottom of the mountain because getting up there and staying up there is a lot of work. Do you struggle with that, do you think?
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, for for sure. That's, you know, a a big part of this, that at least subconsciously, you know, I don't know that I'm like, I mean, again, that's what I, the first thing I said was that I, you, you said in the beginning to get out of your own way. And I was like, that's, I know that's what I need. I, I, every, you know, every coach or every person I've ever talked to about this stuff are like, all right, what's, what's holding you back? I mean, if I'm being honest with myself, it's always just me. There's never, it's like, I'm not going to make excuses and this, that, the, the, the other thing. It's like, I know that I don't do the thing that is, you know, I mean, like w- whatever is the thing that I need to do, you know, and that's, I mean, that's life, but that's, yeah. that's everything. I mean, yeah. I, like the part of it, I guess it, it is definitely like that fear of success and like what, uh, you know, again, I I've done everything so like haphazardly almost where it's like, it's not, it's like, a, again, I made money, but it's not like a real business. You know, I don't have to like, there's not like, uh, I don't have a, a Trello board and I don't have like things where it's like, where it's like, I can like, you know like I don't have like, people under me or anything. It's just kind of like, yeah, like here, you know I made some money this month, that's cool. You know, like, and like that, it, it's like, it's such a low uh, barrier thing where it's like, I don't know what what, what comes after that seems much more real.
0: So right now you just have a hobby. Correct. Correct. So what do you think you need to do in order to have a profitable business? Um,
1: Just be more consistent with with everything.
0: Okay. Okay. Because the thing is, is that it's okay to have a hobby. Right. That's okay. But if you're like wanting to really, truly be a business owner and be an entrepreneur, then- That's where the real work comes in. And so you have to decide, you know, this whole thing about getting out of your own damn way. It's one word choice. It's choosing that every single day, I know that there are things on my list that I don't really want to do. So I'm going to procrastinate on them because if I do them, then I could get rejected nobody wants to be rejected. So I'm just going to not do that thing because I don't want to get rejected. So I'm just going to stay stuck. I'm just going to stay over here where it's comfortable and nothing good happens here because it's my comfort zone. You know, this, you know, all of this, right? I'm not speaking foreign language here to you, but you got to take your own advice right? You have to take your own advice because otherwise, how can you, and maybe this is part of your issue here is that you're so stuck in your own head that maybe you feel like you can't really truly help people because you haven't gotten out of your own damn way first. And so maybe you think, how could I help someone else if I'm still struggling over here? And the thing is, is that um, it's so much easier to when I, when I was a photographer. Okay. And I'm trying to tell women, love yourself no matter what. And I'm like, I don't love my zone no matter what. But the more that I surrounded myself with this idea of self-love and empowerment and love your body just the way it is. And when you love yourself, you're going to take care of yourself, yada, yada, yada. Guess what happened? I started loving myself because I was constantly preaching it to other people. I wanted that for myself. So I was teaching it to other people. So that's how I learn is I learned by teaching. And so you may need to um, teach a class about how to get out of your own damn way in order for you to truly believe that you have so that you can then help people because the thing is is that what's what is getting in people's way of being happy and healthy themselves same thing yeah right so if you concentrated all of your efforts on teaching people how to get out of their own damn way guess what might happen you might get out of your own damn way yeah for sure But then what happens? Like, how will you know that you've made it? Like, do you have like a a goal set or something that says like, when I get to this number of clients or this amount of income, yay, I made it. Then what? (laughs) Right? New level, new devil, right? Every element is like, you got to climb the stairs, right? You got to be able to train a little bit and learn a little bit more. In order to get to the next level of the stairs and then you got to learn and you got to figure out who do i need to become in order to get to the next level and so it's not just a straight shot like there's like fifty thousand steps you gotta climb there's no shortcut to success like you gotta do the work and you gotta show up and you gotta be consistent even when you don't want to you gotta hold yourself accountable and you gotta be you you have to embody the exact thing that you're trying to teach to your clients. You have to become that. Or you could just have a hobby. (laughs) I mean, really it's about the choice. Mm -hmm. It's about choice. It's about choosing. You have to choose. What is it that you truly want? And what are you willing to do to get it? And if you say whatever it takes, then you have to do whatever it takes. There is no reward without risk. You're gonna have to put yourself out there and risk no one showing up. You're gonna have to put yourself out there and risk, risk it all. But if you're doing it because you believe in the results that you can get for people Will it be worth it? If you just help one person, is it worth it to do all of the work and help one person change their life? For me, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I will do all of the things. If it makes one person's life better, I don't care. I'm just here to impact one.
1: For sure. I totally agree. I mean, that, that, that's, that's the whole reason why I you know, want to do this exactly for that reason. You know, it's the, it's the feedback I get from the few clients that I have where they're telling me about like how I helped to, you know, whatever changed their life in whatever way. And it's just like, Oh shit. You know, yeah. Like that. <laughs> you know, That's, that's real stuff, you know? Yeah. So that's why I feel like I have to, you know, do better because what would that look like if I were to scale this, you know?
0: Yep. Yep. So now, what are you going to have to do? You're going to have to make some choices here, right? You're going to have to get out of your comfort zone and you're going to have to choose. Do I want to have a hobby or do I want to have a business? That's the first question.
1: Right. No, business. You That's want to have I mean, a business. I want to have a business. Yes.
0: Okay. fan fucking fantastic. <laughs> so now, now you have to say, I want to have a business. So... How am I going to help people? And how am I going to help find the people that need my help? Well, that's just marketing and branding and messaging, right? And you create an event, you do something that is gonna bring people to you, into your experience. And those, you celebrate those that show up, even if it's one person, you celebrate those that show up. And I'm glad you're here, right? So excited. I'm so excited to help you today. And you help them change their life because you have the power to do that. So do it. You have to just decide. That's all you have to do is just decide. I wrote a whole book about how to get out of your own damn way and get shit done. I'm not joking. Mm -hmm. That's the title of the book. The Entrepreneur's Guide to Getting Unfucked getting out of your own damn way and getting shit done. And the only word that you really truly need to know is to decide, to choose. That's it, it's a whole book, it's a story. Spoiler alert. (laughs) So now, yeah, so now as a business owner, you have to like embody, I'm a business owner and this is what a business owner does. This is how a business owner behaves. This is how a business owner markets their business. This is how a business owner shows up. And you got to get out of, the, out of the mindset that nobody cares what I have to say. Nobody's going to show up. Nobody cares. That's not true. It's just about positioning yourself in a way that attracts them to you. Oh, what is that about? I want to know more about that.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. I think that the biggest thing for me from today is just that, like you said, make a dis- make a choice, make a decision, but just to 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 commit to doing the thing. The you know, again, whatever you, I'm going to call it, masterclass or, or retreat or something like that, and like set it, set a date, set a thing, and then like make it real, regardless of not focus on the outcome of. Okay, like who you know who signs up or whatever, but just do it for the sake of like like you said, like this is what a business owner does. You know that you put you put on the event. If no one if no one comes to the event, then then that's you know that's sometimes outside of your control. Maybe it rained. Maybe it was you know maybe it's fucking COVID. You know who knows? But right there you know you put the the thing that you do is the, the thing that you do, and then the, the the chips can fall how they how they do. So that's my uh, my and action. You still show
0: up even if no one right. shows up. You still show up. All right you still show up for yourself. Right. And you still record the event, even if no one is there. Right. Right. You just show up, show up and do the work even when you don't want to. Yep. Okay. That's it. So how do you feel now?
1: (laughs) I feel Did I kick Uh, your ass a little bit? That's all right. That's, you know, this is what I need. You know, that's fine. This is, again, this is nothing that I didn't know already, but it's also the same, you know, this is the hard stuff and this is why it's hard. And, you know, so I, I, I totally get it, but that, you know, it is nice to just have some clarity and to just all right, like I know what I need to do and how to, how to move forward into the new year for sure. Mm
0: -hmm. And just remember if it was easy, everybody would do it.
1: (laughs) For sure, yeah. Right,
0: right. <laughs> like, if it was easy, everybody would be doing this.
1: This is literally like the reason I'm laughing the whole time is because this is literally like talking to myself. It's just I all know. your every. This is <laughs> all of the things that I say to my clients. I know.
0: <laughs> I, know. <clears throat> I get it. All of it. I totally. And sometimes, you know, uh, we need to have those um, mm-hmm. someone to reflect back our beliefs because we forget, you know, when we lose our why we lose our way, Mm -hmm. you know, and we just got to come back to center and get back into alignment and then decide and say, all right, uh, I'm out of alignment and I've learned for myself when I'm out of alignment, shit hits the fan Mm -hmm. and I'm not a very good business owner when I'm out of alignment. So I got to get back into alignment and then magically Uh, things start uh, getting better. So use this as an opportunity to get back into alignment and, and choose and decide how do you want to move forward? And, you know, do your values exercises again, do, you know, go back to basics. You know, Um, I have a really, I'll send you, I have a freaking, uh, I'll send you the PDF, but I have a 2022 strategic planner. It's 140 pages but it's literally back to basics and answer the questions and, and figure out, okay, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to show up in 2022. This is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. Boom. Schedule it, put it on your calendar, make it happen.
1: Yeah, for sure. That that's the decision that that's, and just showing up every single day with that daily work. That's that's my number one priority right now.
0: Yeah, good, good. Wow, I hope this has been helpful for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, super. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah. All right, guys, we'll see you guys next time.